Good morning! Welcome to another episode of this podcast called Fashion Out the Mud with your host. Hi, I'm Paul. Today, I am on my way to go film with a good friend of mine, Crux Max, for one of his um, his films he's doing. It's called I Am Sus. It's a short comedy skits. Um, we're riding right now to the location, and I figured I would just, you know, let him talk a little bit about what he does and... Yeah, we'll start with that, and then I'll ask some questions. Here you go. What up? So, here, put that in. Ask me some some good questions. Um. Okay, so I know that you, you know, I know you basically through skateboarding mm-hmm. first. So, um, like you used to make a lot of skate videos, right? I'll let you explain that actually. How did it that transition from skateboarding to comedy? So I didn't make the skate videos, but I would sort of like gravitate towards. Uh, so the whole skate fell thing was um, this kid that lived next door to me. He didn't. He never skateboarded, but he moved in, and I was his first friend. And so he just started skateboarding because I skateboarded because it was something to do. And then we started this thing called Skateboard 2K. And we had a little crew and, like, we would upload little driveway video clips um, online. That would take, like, an hour to, like, download for people to watch. And then we changed the name to SkateFL. And then that kid uh, got a girlfriend and sold his camera so he could buy rims for his car and then he stopped giving me rides to school because he took the backseat out of his Acura so he'd be faster at Moroso. <laughs> so I was like, fuck this guy. Even though I was bummed because he was like a good friend of mine. And then I was like, all right, let me find like some beta guy I could control. And I met Thomas Chirpa. And I was like, all right, this that guy's... Yeah, he had a camera and I was like... <laughs> I'm joking about controlling the beta thing. Uh kind of controlling controlling um oh you soundboard controlling (laughs) we don't have one yet so i have to make my own (laughs) so thomas took over skate fl he had a thing called fugitive skateboards and i think his crew was kind of forming a mutiny on him or no that was it that was (laughs) actually that was devin the dude with a name like that yeah actually devin yeah thomas he's such a badass he had fugitive um no, I, it wasn't Thomas they were forming the mutiny on. It was Devin the dude. Um, they, like, took his T-shirt away from him and, like, like hit it or something. I, I forget. But um, Thomas took over Skate FL, and then, like, my whole middle school, high school, I had a creative outlet through skateboarding, so I sort of, like, got lucky and uh, kind of skipped some things, like uh, being an insecure, skinny, freckly guy. <laughs> Uh, trying to go to a high school party where everyone's all like buff and there's hot chicks and yeah. shit. So skateboarding gave me confidence in that area, and then it gave me this creative outlet with uh, you know just focusing on a video part for Skate FL, going to Miami every weekend when other kids are probably like getting stoned on the couch and seeing like whose mom could give them a ride to the movie theaters. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. So I was like running away from bums with screwdrivers and shit in Miami at 15 years old. Dude, I feel you. 
I fucking, I feel like I got a lot of, like, street smarts kind of from doing the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, you, you learn how to uh, deal with confrontation at an early age with people that are outside of your family and stuff. Dude, outside of their fucking mind. Yeah. I remember, like, being that old, like, 15, 14, taking the bus to West Palm and specifically seeing this one homeless lady every time we went. And somehow she would, like... Like, we would be skating at a spot, and she would find us and just start, like, talking to us. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being really nice, but then, like, kind of turning into a psychopath a little bit, or just, like, depending on the day. Like, you Uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. She'd be, like, crazy. And it was just, like, a part of it, though. Like, I was so used to seeing her, and it was just, like, kind of almost cool in a sense. Like, it was, like, all right, yo, what's up? Like, (laughs) trying to like get her to show her tits on the fucking camera and shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Just for like some crazy footage, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that skateboarding fulfilled my like creative need for years and years and then I started to sort of lose interest in skateboarding. I went on a trip to Barcelona and the spots there are perfect so you would think you would, you know, have a good time filming and get some tricks and stuff like that, but my consistency started to like I started to lose my consistency and it started to become way harder to film for tricks and I was only 22 so I was like very young still this is like very you went to Barcelona yeah very able to you know do all that but I just lost interest in it and I think I especially like being around the crew that was here it was like um like Brad sort of was like the role model for everyone yeah. and it just was I, I just I, I was always like I hated following trends even at a young age I feel like I'm lucky that I was kind of like that because I mean that's why I never smoked pot because every fucking kid smoked pot and wore a Bob Marley shirt and I didn't like Bob Marley till I got older because fucking I hated seeing kids in my high school wearing double XL Bob Marley shirts just being like what yeah so like I just was stubborn against like trying to smoke weed and I'd, I've been peer pressured so many times and just have been like nah fuck you as a skinny freckly kid with braces I was able to do that probably through skateboarding to, to be like fuck you I'm not doing that <laughs> dude for real at all so, the parties and shit too. so when I lost the interest I was literally like I just pretty much hung out for like probably six years and literally just did nothing I would go I would just I lived in New York and hung out in New York and probably start that was like probably like my drinking phase where like I like to go out and party and that's what I did with my youth I was like yeah I'm gonna have energy to stay up all night (laughs) so instead of like you got away from society but then you kind of fell into the the drinking from the skateboarding thing I just I hated seeing like like back to the trend thing like I would go in our friend Pang's actually okay (laughs) I actually paused it right before you said we should record it so let's continue so you were transitioning I'm hope it doesn't cut off I wasn't I didn't wasn't even transitioning in anything I just stopped skateboarding and then just didn't just did basically nothing for a long time in New York yeah I would just work in New York why'd you move to New York um mostly I broke up with a girl, and I was like, 
fuck this. I was like a little pussy, like got my heart yeah, broken. Gotta get the fuck out of so here. So I was like, I could either curl up into a ball and cry, or I could like use this as fuel and like go really far away and try, yeah. try and, try and like be something cool. Yeah. But then once I got to New York, I was just like, I didn't know where, where to go. So I just <laughs> sort of hung out with skateboarders. <laughs> And I would just be, like, around skateboarders, but not skateboarding. Just, like, a rando. Mm -hmm. And uh, this idea of acting and making films was always brewing in the back of my mind ever since I was a little kid. Ever since I saw Free Willy, I was like, dude, I gotta be that little kid in Free Willy. (laughs) But I remember when I was little, I thought... Because I I was the same age as that kid in Free Willy. And I was like, oh... I think a man and a woman, they come to your house, they knock on your door, and they ask your parents if you want to be in a movie, and you just say yes. <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen. That's like my out, that was like my philosophy on life, so I think that's why I missed out on a lot of shit, because I didn't know the meaning of like hard work. You thought they were going to come to you. I thought everything was just going to come to you, and you just have to say yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. So I remember like meeting Kuzma and him getting a really cool camera that made it look like you're in a movie uh-huh. and um is this before after? this is this is like in the, the middle of like me doing nothing yeah and being like oh let's like film stuff cause I wanna see what we look like on that camera like acting and shit like that so I had just watched like Apocalypse Now for the first time and I was like probably 23 or something and we filmed this little army movie, oh, like I comedy that. called I The Colonel. That. Yeah, paying in it. And yeah, stuff. that uh, was like basically one of the first just as an I excuse saw. to see what we look like on camera. When I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, holy fuck!" I was blown away. That was when I still saw you guys at the skate park. Yeah. So when home. when we would make those things, I would get this feeling of the same fulfillment that I would have when I would like skateboard and be out skateboarding all day and land a trick and have that captured and then that feeling of going home feeling satisfied and relieved that like you did something cool I was getting that feeling from just like directing it and writing little uh little bits of dialogue for it and then seeing the footage and how cool it looked and I was like wow this is awesome and I just became like obsessed with it I was in Florida at that time because I, I would go back and forth from New York all the time. Yeah. So I went back to New York and I started going to like theater school and acting and everything was working out um, pretty well like financially being able to like pay for the acting classes for like a while because they're, they're kind of expensive and they don't really they're not you're not really going anywhere with it you're just taking classes and mm-hmm. you're learning and you're just basically learning how to like get comfortable being around a bunch of people you don't know and like not giving a fuck and like just acting or not acting as they would say but um just like kind of expressing just being trying to be your natural self or as natural as a character that you're playing would be in front of people not worrying not giving a fuck what people think like that was one of the first things they said to me uh the guy who like owned the entire school he literally said that you have to learn how to not give a shit um of what people think about you Mm because you're just gonna hold yourself back makes total sense so that i had to like learn how to let a lot of things go like insecurities and shit like that that's awesome to kind of like open myself up more to not giving it because in the skateboard world like 
it's the opposite. You have to like play the modest card and act like you don't care and and you you don't put yourself out there as much at least when I was coming up skateboarding and to like promote yourself as whack and all this shit. So when I went into the theater world, I was just like I didn't want to get headshots cuz that was whack. I don't want to do that. Right. Like, I know self promotion like confused. I'm just going to I'm just going to act and and not really like push it maybe yeah. this cool attitude will get me by I even like it did not work like that at like all. signing my name on art I made back in the day dude like, me too I wouldn't even <laughs> sign my name because of fucking like the mentality that like skateboarding That's gave so me so funny dude even though like uh, as much as I'm like talking about how I didn't like skateboarding it completely made me who I am for today for sure for sure but yeah like there's little things about it like the shit talking and then the modest like playing the modest card and just trying to yeah, well you're just saying the negative things but think about all the other fucking sports and like yeah things I, that kids but i feel like uh, for comical shit. purposes it's funnier to talk about uh oh, things totally. that i hated about totally. it but now it's like i'm just I, like you know like my favorite skaters are people that i grew up with now oh, and yeah. and um it's fun to watch i'm a fan of watching it and they i'm don't, not really a fan of they don't know it. who you're talking about when you said brad earlier like the listeners. Oh, Brad Pitt. So I grew up with um, <laughs> this kid who knew Brad Pitt. Now Brad Pitt, he didn't want like people to know that he was skateboarding, like in the movie industry, because they they don't want him to get hurt. And there's like a you know there's a lot. The studios put a lot of money into these movies, and if he's out there fucking around trying to do like tray flips and shit, and he tweaks his ankle, how's he gonna be like in, in Glorious Bastards scalping Nazis and shit? Dude, how is he gonna slay Angelina? How yeah, gonna, so I'm like, he would come to my, Brad Pitt would come to my house and my parents would be like, not weirded out that this older dude's hanging out with me because they're like, he's fucking Brad Pitt, he's hot, hot as shit, like he's rich <laughs> as fuck, like we, he, he hang out with our kid. Um, so I would teach Brad Pitt how to like tray flip and shit and then once I taught him everything I know, he got way better than me. <laughs> And then everyone started dressing like him and, like, trying to dress like him from Fight Club with the fur jacket and shit. Like, I'd go over to Pang's house and, like, all these kids would have, like, orange pants with, like, really tight tank tops and, like, fur coats on sitting there with, like, crazy sunglasses just, like, trying to be like Brad. And I'm like... Well, <laughs> Is that true for the actual Brad? Uh, for my Brad listeners Pitt. who's Brad Pitt. trolled right now, <laughs> we're talking about Brad Cromer, uh, by the way professional skateboarder for crooked huff i'm sure a couple other things i don't know we're actually <laughs> no it's all good we're actually the fun. We're, i just want to let my listeners yeah know. so we're it's 9:45. we're pulling up to a location oh i'm just running a red light damn Sick. don't do a podcast while you're driving <laughs> no definitely so this is this is this is yeah so i that's that was a long explanation of how I went from skateboarding to oh, making films. That was beautiful. That's we'll probably end it here. Um, anything else you want to say? Why don't you shout out all your shit and like plug everybody in? Um, so yeah, um, I'm gonna do the corny thing of being like any, like you can, and whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. Because basically, right now. I have to park at a meter and I have zero money to pay for the meter <laughs> and I'm like just gonna get a ticket and be like fuck it I'll pay this ticket when money comes money always comes it's always gonna come back so I'm out here with zero dollars I poured fuck some gas it. in my tank from a fucking gas can that I don't even know if it was the right shit to put in my car but it may, I got down here 
And now I'm going to get a $20 ticket and just hope that I get these clips. And I got like five actors coming. Damn. And they're all coming. Can and you believe that? They're like... Super, like, super thankful that people care to like help me out and be in this thing. If it ever takes off, like I'm taking everyone with me. That's how I felt with the. But it might not take off, so thank you, I everyone. Did a photo shoot. I had like people pull up for me at like 10:30, like hot ass chicks. Is this shit came closed? All the way from Miami. Why is no one parked here? I was like, Sorry. what the fuck? I could not believe it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was literally yeah, like, I can't cool. believe y'all came. That's at cool. 10 fucking but then days. you have to do that like for people too, like. I, these random kids hit me up that lived in like where did they live like Fort Lauderdale or something and I they were like hey you want to be in a short film and I didn't know anybody I just drove down and down there and did it and I was like this is crazy fuck yeah they were just hyped you know oh yeah how did it turn out it was cool I don't know if I've seen the thing yet mm. anyways uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you um hey everyone so if you want to check me out <laughs> This is what you're going to do. You're going to go to I am sus. Now, that's I underscore am underscore sus on Instagram. That's at I underscore am underscore sus on Instagram. What you want to do, you want to go up to the top of that page right there. You are, you know, Before you go to the top, you want to check out some of the content inside of our feed. Go ahead, do that. See the colorful outlook that we have. It's really great. It's cool. You want to go up to the bio. Links in bio. Click that bio. Get to know us. Learn to navigate our site. You want to know us? That's great. We're here. We got a whole bunch of hijinks on there. A whole bunch of funny, goofy guys doing goofy things. Uh, Fuck yeah. It's exhausting to talk like that, man. I don't know how... <laughs> I people, thank you. I thank you. People, uh... I feel like Pete, the listeners are going to get hyped out of that. People, like, dude. It's a good energy. There's, there's I'm sure it's a lot better than my boring ass. Social, uh, social media uh, uh, personality is hilarious, dude. For, it's like you turn it on. The Rock does it really good. He's, he does it really good. It's just fine. I even find myself getting entertained by it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Do I need to talk like this? Check. Uh, leave a comment below. <laughs> Dude, I just got tired and kind of depressed talking like that. So I guess we can end it here. Let's end it here. Thank you very much, David. Yeah. Oh, yeah.